Israel to know who Look in the mirror, you saw God Look like you, just food for thought You got your brow blocked, your crown fell too Stop looking at the latest guru Your savior is you Death is life, and life is death Stop running in cycles, control your breath The matrix is glitching The consciousness shifting This is the beginning, to know yourself I know my thoughts can be a little different at all <laughs> But here we go Hi guys, welcome to the latest episode. Today I'm going to be talking about being authentically oneself and just my personal experience on my journey to being my authentic self and what has held me back and how I'm currently overcoming it because... In all honesty, I am not my complete honest self yet, and it's been a work in progress, but it's 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 been a journey, one that I'm grateful for, though. So, uh, let's get into it. So, what first I'm going to start talking about what I mean by, like, being one's authentic self. What does that mean to me? And for me, it's really just self-integration and self-awareness it's like those parts that we consider bad of ourselves and even the things that we consider good it's it's both of them together it's accepting all of ourself rather than part of ourself and then demonizing the other part I personally don't believe that anything is objectively good and bad maybe just maybe like the only bad that I would see would be infringement on someone's freedom or free will but I'm currently up up for grabs for that as far as my my thinking I'm still just thinking about that and just seeing what I what I what I actually believe is that something that I really believe or is it you know, like I said, just everything, there's really no good or bad, it's just your perception of it, I think it's a a Taoist belief, I think, I believe I'm saying it correctly, uh, forgive me if I'm not, but it's basically like the law of polarity, and for those of you who don't know what the law of polarity is, uh, it is, everything is dual, everything has poles, everything has its pair of opposites, like and unlike are the same, Opposites are are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half-truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. And that's from the Cabalion. I believe I pronounced that correctly as well. If not, forgive me. Uh, But yeah, it's basically like the idea that hot and cold are, are the same thing. They're temperature. They're just opposite ends of the same thing, so different degrees literally (laughs) but uh it's it's just that idea that you know it's not necessarily good or bad it's just opposite it's your perception of it something that's cold would be considered good for somebody who needed a cold beverage but it would be bad for someone who needed a hot beverage so it's 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 not neither good or bad it's just you know subjectively good or bad but it's objectively not it's just it just is it's just you know cold it's just hot it's just temperature and that's what I mean by like good and bad it's to integrate yourself I don't necessarily think anything is good or bad I will say that there are things that I don't agree with that I mean subjectively I would can say I would say it's it's bad but I mean objectively and I know that that can be a a downward spiral on that kid you know open up a lot of controversy but objectively I don't I don't from where I stand now I don't really believe anything is good or bad except for possibly you know infringing on someone's free will their freedom of choice um but we all have two sides to ourselves uh for me, I, I remember sitting in my room one day having an existential crisis or what some people would, would consider in the spiritual community a dark night of the soul. And it just had this epiphany that, you know, 
I'm everything and nothing at the same time and nothing and everything at the same time. And for me, that's just me being the poles, like me having poles. I, I, I wrote a paper about it when I was in my freshman, freshman year of college for my drama class. We just had to write a, a paper about ourselves and, you know, I, I just pretty much wrote a paper about me being a paradox or a contradiction well, a, a contradiction, a seemingly, con a, a con I seemed like a contradiction, is what I'm saying. You're gonna have to excuse me for my, uh, I mess up my words this week. I, not having the best week, uh, communication-wise. Uh, Mercury retrograde, retrograde is messing me up personally. I won't say all of them really affect me, but... This time around, I am a Gemini. Uh, it, it's definitely taken its toll on me, at least this week. But back to what I was saying, I am everything and nothing. And I just mean that in, like, I'm everything. Like, I, I am the poles. Like, I am the, the entire spectrum when I need to be or at certain points and that makes me nothing in particular in my opinion so it's like I'm everything which also makes me nothing because I am everything because I am nothing in particular but also I am nothing and I mean if you take it to the concept of you know there being nothing in the beginning I'm nothing I am you know everything I'm, I'm just everything everything that there is it's my perception of life so, I struggle with defining myself because of this, and I've just come to the conclusion that I, I shouldn't define myself with, with labels because they don't seem to, to work out for me. I mean, I guess I can in specific situations, but overall, I find myself, you know, being the paradox I mean, I guess, I mean, as a Gemini, they probably get ridiculed for this, but, you know, how they say we're two-faced and all, but, you know, I don't see it that way. I just see it as me being adaptable, mutable, I mean, changeable, uh, it allows me to flow more and I mean people might see it like I said as two-faced or a contradiction or a paradox but in all honesty we're we are all that so I think it's just people's lack of self-acceptance that they can't even see that you know they are both poles I mean yes there is something you might gravitate towards more often than not and it may be in that sense that I can label myself to something that I gravitate more towards than the other but I also do the other so I can't be like you know I'm not this when in fact you know I am I, I have to accept both poles and you know not live too extreme on one end and to the extreme on the other find a balance I mean I think that's the point of life to find the balance between our poles to integrate ourselves the balance the masculine and the feminine energies not that one is superior to the next they're just different and that brings me to the idea that you know a lot of people think equal means the same and it it's just it's misled or misunderstood in my opinion because equal is not the same men and women are equal but we are not the same I mean if you can look at us biologically and our structures are not the same, but we are equal, you know what I'm saying? Men have their strengths and we have our strengths. Men have their weaknesses and we have our weaknesses. It's just a matter of, you know, self-acceptance, one, and then two, integrating your weaknesses and your, your strengths and honing your strengths more and also, you know, making up for your weaknesses. Uh, however that may be, I mean, I won't say go and harm anybody to make up for your weaknesses, but to each his own. 
but for me, like I said, I just, I struggle with defining myself and I feel like, you know, I guess in this world, I feel like I have to define myself. I have to be something in particular. I have to, I guess, fit into a box. I have to go one path and really I find myself going in between. Like, I mean, I, I don't feel like I, I use one path more than I use the next. I feel like I, I walk in between it. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. And that's I think that's people would consider that, you know, two-faced or, you know, not being one thing in particular. But I mean, in my opinion, we are nothing in particular. Like it's, we are a combination of a bunch of things. Both poles, we have, I just, I'm, I just struggle with defining myself and I take that to the instance where, I mean, a lot of people would look at me and think that I'm just a person of love and light, peace and stuff. And I will admit that I, that like what I was saying, I might lean towards something more than the next. I do lean towards being a peaceful and, you know, a freedom first type of person. However, I am more than willing to do what is necessary on the other pole of that, which would be, you know, violence or the taking away of someone else's freedom, if it means that it's taking away from someone else's, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, like I said, I just, I struggle with, you know, trying to label myself as one thing, and I just, like I said, I come to the conclusion that I don't have to and I don't need to. And that's part of my self-acceptance to just accept that that's what it is. And I I just, someone might hate it. Someone might like it. Someone might love it. And that's okay. Some of you might hear this and be like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to her anymore. But, you know, that just is what it is. You know, I have to live authentically myself. That's the conclusion I've come to. And maybe years from now, I have a completely different Def, uh, definition of myself I, I can define myself and maybe there's no need to at all but again I'm allowed to change like I said from my first episode but from where I am now this is this is where I stand and I'm okay with that you know just you know looking like a paradox or two-faced when I mean I'm really not I mean in most cases I just mirror other people and they're they're just completely unaware that I'm mirroring their behavior and they might take it as me being the bad guy or me being against them but really I'm just showing them themselves and you know most of the time people can't handle that which is okay no judgment I, I will admit that even I sometimes can't handle seeing myself in the mirror it's something that I don't want to look at you know but again, going through this self-acceptance journey, I'm not expecting it to be linear, you know. Some going to be good days, it's going to be up, but bad days, but, you know, like the stock market, you know. Uh, well, I'm not really like the stock market, is that thing. I mean, I guess. I mean, it goes up and down, it crashes, and it goes up again. But, you know, on a, in a bullish market, I will say, uh, it might go down sometimes, but it's eventually going right back up. So now I want to talk about, you know, my personal struggles, like why I've struggled with self-acceptance. And the first thing, there's going to be many things, but these are just the things that I could think of. I wrote like little bullet points. And the first thing that I can think of is, is just judgment from others. I, growing up, I was the weird kid. I was also called an old soul. And it just, just was hard to fit in with people and have people, you know, understand where I was coming from. I felt like I didn't really connect with anyone my age, like ever. I I was like 16 and had people, my closest friends were people that were like in their mid forties. And, you know, like I'm 16 and I have like someone that's like two times my age, you know, 
being my like best friend and it's just it's just always been stuff like that like I just I just I just I just was weird I mean I guess I mean that's what people told me at least and, and I used to think that was a bad thing or you know demonize myself for being weird I didn't want to be weird I wanted to fit in and great uh, gratefully I'm not that way anymore or at least not to the extent that I was and I mean it's still a work in progress like I said but I mean I was just scared of judgment from others I, I wanted to you know fit in of course everybody wants to fit in we're a community-based you know species we, we need others like I mean anybody who says they don't need anyone is lying like they are wounded and traumatized regardless of what they say you need other people we all need other people babies die from a lack of affection you need other people that thing that just that doesn't change all of a sudden because you're older now you still need affection you still need love you still need support you still need shelter you still need all of that stuff to survive you, you need other people so yes anybody that says i'm alone and i'm okay with it i mean yes they can be okay with being alone but they still need other people they they're going to like you can't do every single thing in life by yourself that is also trauma-based and believing that you have to do everything alone it's it's not the truth of the way i mean it might be your truth because you've made it your truth based off of trauma and wounds and that's okay no it's no judgment i'm just saying it it's trauma-based and that's something that you know we all need to unpack and i myself have had to unpack that and also i did not speak up as a child because when i did i was told to shut up and that no one cared what i had to say and you know that's it's not very good for someone who you know as a gemini i mean i guess i'm supposed to be a natural communicator and i am i don't always i was a more ver verbal communicator when i was younger apparently but i uh switched into writing when I was young as well after you know verbally that just wasn't working and you know I kind of honed that skill which is why I write more than when I speak and I'm working on speaking up for myself which is you know like I said part of the reason why I started this podcast is to speak up but I mean it's it's a reason I've struggled with being myself because I won't I won't speak my truth or my peace because I'm scared of you know like I said judgment from others or scared that people don't care or I'll just be told to shut up and you know I feel like I couldn't express myself fully creatively and just emotionally and so that has held me back um also the attachment to not wanting to be alone because like I said I was a weird kid I I didn't want to be alone because you know like I said we need community we're a community-based species so I didn't want to be alone I didn't feel like I, I needed to be or I wanted to be I wanted to have people my age that I can relate to and not feel so you know isolated and growing up to being told you know I'm not gonna have any friends and no one no one's gonna gonna want to hang out with me or play with me or anything like that or I'm just gonna die alone and I've been told that I'm just gonna die alone just from being who I was and you know that's had uh I allowed that to have a negative impact on me and you know not judging myself for it I mean I was a child and it just it just happened and it's something that you know I'm okay with being alone but I was like forced to be okay with being alone rather than uh, wanting to actually enjoy my own company. And now I can honestly say at least that that one's pretty good. I, I can be alone, I can do my own thing and not really worry about being with other people. But when I'm in the mood to socialize and you know be around people, I don't wanna have to feel like I have to be alone when I want and need some type of social interaction with other people and also with that 
not wanting to be alone. I fell into people pleasing uh, tendencies. Uh, that's mostly from just like growing up, seeing everyone around me just people please people, and it goes with me having to you know shut up. I had to please other people. They didn't want to hear what I had to say, and I will say I was a mouthy child. I was a one of those you know truth speakers, one that you know questioned things, and people didn't too much like that. So. I don't blame them, but I mean, hey, like I said, sometimes even in the face of truth, I myself don't want to accept it. And I believe everybody is like that at, to some extent at some point in time. If anyone's ever told you that they've never accepted the truth, um, I mean, that they've always accepted the truth, I, I would not believe that. But um, I, I just, I took whatever from people I allowed people to just take advantage of me and because I thought I had to be the bigger person and plus it goes with not wanting to be alone I didn't want to be alone so you know if I had to give over my talents or my gifts uh, because I was smart which is usually what I traded company for I traded my intelligence for company for you know someone to hang out with you know um but I don't do that anymore. I'm glad I don't do that anymore, but you know, I'm not judging myself for doing that, but it just wasn't a healthy form of you know, getting what I needed. It's, uh, I mean, it's, I guess, a fair trade because, you know, in my head, at least that was what I was trading your company for my intelligence, or at least that's what I felt. And that's what it looked like, I mean, even though people wouldn't admit it, but, you know, that's okay, neither here nor there, but back to the topic at hand. But... I wasn't able to stand up for myself, and that also goes up to the people-pleasing. Uh, I can't stand up for myself, and even being punished for being honest. Like, if I was honest, it's like, nobody wants to hear that. It's like, shut up, you're just a child type of deal. You know, like, you can't be speaking the truth over here. You're going to expose us all or something like that. You know what I mean? You know, you know, just like questioning your parents and stuff, and, you know, they not wanting to accept the logic that you have as a child, the insight, the knowledge, the wisdom that you have, questioning the system, and you can't question the system. They couldn't question the system, so, you know, they just end up doing what they, what their parents did to them, and that's just, it's just the cycle of trauma, and so, and I had also subjected myself to other people's viewpoints to make them comfortable, and I mean, by that, I would just, you know, agree with them, or lie about my own viewpoints just so that they would be happy or comfortable with what I had to say even though it wasn't who I really was or what I really believed in. I'm working on not doing that anymore. For the most part I don't do it. Usually I do that when it comes to like religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, and even just Beliefs about men and women, I think a lot of people come online and all they do is dog the other sex or even in just their own personal conversations, they hardly have anything positive to say about either gender and I honestly just do not care. All of us are messed up, like, in general. Like focus on yourself why did or well, I don't understand why people care so much about what all women are not doing and all men are not doing how they can be better yes you can help that but that's really a personal self-growth thing like I, I don't see people who are really in tune with themselves sit there and have all of these conversations about the opposite sex and what they are and aren't doing because they're focused on them and in the end you'll find the person that you know you're meant to be with if you were are working on yourself like it's it's a self journey like you you keep finding these people because you are just like those people and you do not want to admit it like at some point you have to say if I keep attracting these type of women or men what am I doing? Who am I that keeps attracting these people? Like, you're the problem too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
but like I said, like I just I don't care about a lot of things that a lot of people care about and people want to force me to have conversations that I just genuinely do not care about. Like, do they impact me? Yes. But aside from my own personal growth and my own personal self journey, it's not my work or anything to or purpose to heal everyone. I heal myself and along the way if I heal someone else that's that's a bonus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to be a martyr. Like, no, I'm not going to sacrifice myself for everyone else. I am working on myself for everyone else. I think people need to switch that narrative. You don't have to sacrifice yourself for the good of everyone else. You need to work on yourself for the good of everyone else. Because at least from my personal experience, I've seen that when I am, when I'm being myself, I am more likely to impact others positively when I'm not trying to force myself to help them or force myself to find solutions for them like when they come to me or when I'm just you know like I said being in my own personal self-growth I attract better like these people that people are talking about I mean yes I do find myself in certain situations that you know like I said I've realized that you know I have to do better, be better. I've learned those lessons and I'm acting upon those lessons to not find myself in those same situations and that's with anything. But how I've overcome all of this stuff is first like, you know, accepting myself, practicing self-love and, you know, inner child healing, integrating myself basically, the parts of myself that I, you know, didn't like or would demonize or had other people demonize and so then I demonized them I accept those parts of myself all of them and I'm working on that by just spending time with myself like personally you know spending time with myself and healing doing the work I need to do to heal myself I also speak up now speak up for myself and I'm working on my tone because I am naturally soft-spoken to me, I sound loud in my head, but like apparently, no, I'm not loud at all. And I'm not sure if it's natural or a coping mechanism from, you know, being told to shut up. But we'll find out soon enough as I keep doing the work to uh, keep speaking up for myself. I'm, my voice might change. I, I don't know. The more I speak up for myself, I might start sounding different on here. And I'd be interested if if anybody could, you know tell the difference if anyone can tell the difference of you know me working through this and if my voice changes and I even I even say stuff when my voice shakes because I I do have anxiety and I'm working on that but even if my voice shakes I, I say what I what I have to say and for the most part I am firm and gentle at the same time like when I'm being authentically myself, I'm firm and gentle at the same time. Something about my energy, like when I am serious, like I'm serious, you're gonna you're gonna be able to tell. I also spending more time alone, and that goes with practicing self love. My main focus this year is getting to the root of my attachments, why I'm attached to anything, and because I I've realized that it's the root of all my suffering it's my attachment to certain situations people places and I don't have to be that way and you know life without you know attachments and by attachment I just mean the over attachment or even the under attachment of things like I like I said balanced it's supposed to be to me it is to be connected but non-attached that's what that's what I mean by working on that to be connected with something and enjoy it and experience it but to not be attached to it to where you can't let it go and I struggle with letting things go because you know I don't want I struggle with the idea of transience that things you know are temporary not everything is forever I am not even forever not you know in this body this shell or whatever but that's just something I'm working on I'm reading books because in all honesty I'm not quite sure how to heal that part of myself 
but it's I'm working on it, like I said. And if anybody is interested in those books, you know, just like DM me on social media or email me and I'll be happy to tell you the books that I am reading to to overcome that. Because like I said, I mean a lot of us have a lot of attachments and I myself I know that, you know, I definitely need to work on that. It is the root of just about all of my suffering. It's the root of my fear. Well, a lot of my fears, I won't say all of my fear, but a lot of my fears is just being attached to something, some idea, thought, or person, or place, or how I feel like my life has to go, like, every step of the way, and some of it's rooted in trauma. Well, just about all of it is rooted in trauma, if not all of it, but that's my work to do. It's my cross to bear. But I do, I do stand my ground and say what I want to say with love. Now, I'm doing it more and more and it's getting easier and easier. Like I said, I, I'm not where I want to be because like I said, I, I, I have this fight or flight mode where, you know, I'll start shaking like when I get like super nervous or anxious to say something because I don't know how someone else will react and I'm less and less concerned as the days go by with that because I've noticed that you know I shake less it's 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 whatever I'm doing is working so and like I said it's a matter of sometimes just pushing past that fear of like it's okay as long as for me as long as I say it from my heart from a place of love I don't really care how someone else takes it because I know how I meant it and I know that a lot of the times people are just self-projecting onto me or even just trying to manipulate me which is usually the, the, the case they're trying to manipulate or switch blame or whatever the case may be and it's just it's just not it's not going for me anymore I mean if you have every right to feel mad or be mad about what I have to say but you know if you cross a boundary you cross a boundary I'm going to stand my ground and stay firm with it. If you don't like something I do, you have every right not to like it. I mean, unless it's crossing a boundary, we can have things that, you know, you don't necessarily like that I do that, and things that I don't necessarily like that you do. That's okay. Um, and I decide to take the higher road by responding and not reacting. I used to take the higher road by not responding at all I would just you know walk away because you know that's what I was taught to do just just take it and no I, I don't have to take it I don't have to sit there and play dead for someone else's ego I can stand up for myself say what I had to say say what I feel about the situation and what I think about the situation which is usually what I think about the situation and how it might have triggered me and not to say that you know what someone did is wrong or bad or good or whatever it's just how I viewed it in the moment and how it made me think well what it made me think and how it made me feel so now I respond instead of reacting from a triggered place I make sure for the most part I do my best my absolute best to respond from a place of love because I truly believe it's not me against whoever I'm in front of like you're not my enemy I am not against you I want the best for you and I, d I don't think people a lot of people quite understand that like I'm not harming you by speaking my truth like it's it's n I know your ego might feel that way but honestly I, I come from a place of love a lot and I'm truly very understanding and It's just when you understand things, you can't, for me at least, I can't be mad. Like, I, I just, I physically can't be mad because it's like I understand, like, uh, people will do things to me and, you know, my hurt, wounded inner child might be hurt, but like I, me, myself, 
my you know entirely healed self is not it's 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 okay like it really is it it can see the hurt that's coming from what this person's actions are like I, and see people running from themselves I can see things about themselves that they won't even admit to themselves but like I know and it's just like it's okay and it helps me with you know not wanting not like wanting to have people around and not wanting to be alone because I know that a lot of time people are just acting from their ego even when they think that they're not uh, they'll create a new ego uh, usually they people create like a superior version of themselves to make themselves feel better because you know they needed that you know power because they were powerless you're out of control at some point in time and you know that's okay like I said it's no judgment you know it's just the fact of the matter but I just I just understand that people are just we're all just you know most of us, not all of us, just most of the time we're just acting out of hurt, anger, pain, and then we want to blame it on someone else, and I myself have done it before, and I myself will most likely do it again, not because I, you know, particularly want to, but because, you know, sometimes I make mistakes, sometimes I get triggered, and I'm not able to catch myself, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect either, but it's about taking responsibility for that, and doing better like I said anybody I I have any type of relationship with it's it's not me against you it's it's truly not I know from your ego perspective it might look like you know it's me against you or you know this person's trying to harm me like you know and it might be danger 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 in your eyes but I think that's just your ego being scared of you know truth or you know someone actually caring and coming from a place of love and understanding and not judging you you're not used to that and so you might demonize that in me or something and you know I'm not gonna feel bad for coming from a place of love anymore I've learned that you know I just have to be more selective where I put my energy rather than just changing myself I just cut off access to that 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 person has to my energy rather than you know changing myself because this person can't accept who I fully am and you know there's no judgment I mean like I said when faced with truth most people run but it just is what it is and I stopped doing things out of like obligation what I would perceive as obligation because this in my opinion it's honestly just manipulation and I mean like manipulation for like it's like a tit for tat thing and I don't mean like I expect reciprocity or I think that's how you say it or, or just reciprocation from a, a a person that you know I'm friends with or something like that because you know, that's just what comes along with being a friend you you are supposed to support a friend you're supposed to give back to a friend you're supposed to you know help a friend when a friend needs help and stuff like that like that's that's like a given that's like in the title of being a friend you know what I mean so like that's I don't mean like not giving back to someone because if you don't give back to someone you can't always expect to receive receive and never give you know what I mean that's just not you have to balance the bowls like I said so but I mean like like I said, tit for tat things like I did this so you have to do this or I'm doing this because I expect you to do this in the future. It's so transactional and I, I stopped doing that. Like if I want to give, I want to give from my heart. And that, that's what I mean by doing things. I stopped doing things that are obligation. I stopped doing things that weren't from my heart. Like I give gifts to my friends like randomly because... I saw something and it reminded me of you or I think that it would help that person in that point in time because I know that they were, what they're going through or what they're trying to do. I say trying to do what they're doing and working towards and 
you know, I want to be supportive of that. And I would like that from other people. Like I said, that is support. I mean, people support in different ways and that's okay, you know, because we all love differently. But for me, I would like for people to think about me, but at the same token, I do that for others, but I can't even do that for myself. So how do I expect other people to do that for me? You know what I mean? So taking the time to do things for me out of my heart, you know, not thinking, you know, oh, I can't do this for myself. I don't really deserve this or whatever. Yeah, I do deserve it. Yeah, this I can invest in myself and do this for myself because it'll help me and it'll support me. I can do this just because I don't have to have a reason to give myself things. I can just be like, you know what? I can today you deserve something just because just because it's a great day or just because it's a bad day. It doesn't really matter. I can I can do that. I also started uh, telling my, telling, speaking my truth about, you know, my beliefs and my viewpoints. And I tell people not to project their insecurities onto me. And sometimes I just take things. Sometimes I know that, like, in conversations that speaking to certain people at certain times, that they're not hearing anything that I'm saying because I can tell when their ego is out. And so most of the time I leave things to, like, the spiritual side of things I leave that to I'll just you know pray for them and hope that in time whatever time that's needed that they see the truth of my words and my heart the love that was coming from that that their ego you know like I said just wouldn't accept they didn't want to accept they didn't want to see the truth and what I was saying because like I said, I'm not going to argue with someone. I will state my opinions and my facts. But if I feel that it is, not if I feel, if I know, if I know that it is a waste. And by a waste, I mean you have, you know when something's a waste when you're having a conversation with someone and they're not even trying to hear what you're saying. Instead, they're just projecting onto you. Like, I mean, I can tell for the most part when someone is projecting onto me or trying to manipulate me. I might try to ignore it for the time being but nine times out of ten I know and I just handle myself spiritually more than I would like physically say something and you know try to do something because I know that like I said I'm coming from a place of love I know I, it's not me against you like I know it's coming from a traumatized place so you know I let you be in your trauma until you're ready to, you know, be out of it. I might speak some truth, speak some things that you need to hear, plant some seeds for them to grow in your mind. And like I said, pray that, you know, you see the truth of my words, see the truth of my heart. It's, it's like I said, it's never be against somebody else. So if you ever feel that way, that's, that's you. That's, that's all you. Like, nah, that's just not the way I... I, I carry myself and all of this came over like a three-month hiatus I took last year the last three months of the year where I really just dove deep into myself and you know like I said had a slight existential crisis or what's the spiritual people call a dark night of the soul and arguably I'm still going through it at the moment um Just because I am taking action on the lessons I've learned, like those three months for me, basically diving deep into myself, seeing the lessons I needed to learn, and you know, seeing how I could overcome them, and now it's like the the season for me to overcome them, basically. And then spring will be the fruits of my labor, and summer and more fruits of my labor, and then you know it might be another repeating spiral. Um, I just wanted to share, you know, what it means to be authentically me. I had I like I said, I'm, I'm struggling so the, uh, to get my words across this week. Like I said, it's just a it's so it's it's speaking is it's kind of hard right now, but um. I am, I am a lot of things. I'm playful and I'm serious. I am, 
Firm and I am gentle, I am loud and I am self-spoken, I am fearful and yet courageous, you know, I am private and vulnerable, I am light and dark and that's okay with me, and it's, it's truly okay with me. And, like I said, I know some people might not vibe with that, and that's okay, no judgment, I know I am in my truth, so... That's okay. And every day I can say that as far as the attachments go, me like accepting myself has also gotten like me like lessened the extent of me being attached to things because a lot of the time I was attached to something because I didn't know myself. I felt like I needed something that I, I say something, but really it's usually someone or some idea of myself because I wasn't truly accepting myself. And I think if a lot of y'all practice, you know, accepting yourself and just, you know, being like, yeah, I'm like that. And, you know, not being, not judging yourself, accepting that about yourself. And if there's something that you'd like to grow on and change, then, you know, change that. Except that's okay. It's, we're always improving. At least that's, that's my, my want for myself is to always improve and that's what I'm doing so yeah and I actually like I said I, I wrote a paper f about you know me being a paradox or a contradiction my freshman year in college and even during that three-month hiatus I'm, I wrote a 10-page paper just for the fun of it yeah it's just like you know I really feel like writing a paper on myself and so, yeah, I ended up writing a 10-page paper at, like, 1 a.m. in the morning about myself. And, you know, yeah, like I said, I, I know some of you are like, a 10-page paper for fun? I know you guys are like, yeah, that's, that's something <laughs> you could never do or you would never do. But, yeah, that, that that's me. Like I said, I'm different. I'm built different. But, uh... I hope y'all enjoyed this. Uh, I wanted to say that I'm working on bettering the sound. So like, again, so please let me know if this, if this sounds better or if it sounds worse, cause I tried a new location to see if that would help improve the sound. Uh, if that doesn't help, then I'm going to try something else. So yeah, please, please do let me know, like if this sounds any better, or if it sounds the same, or if it sounds worse, because I would like the sound to sound better. And I'm working on being consistent with this, but like for my creative stuff, like the things that I do creatively, I don't like to be on set schedules because I have to allow myself to flow intuitively with my creativity. I don't want to be trapped inside of a box or something set in stone when it comes to creativity because it, it can't be caged and so why would I cage it? Uh, but my plan is to upload a podcast every Wednesday but I can't promise that it will be every Wednesday because I might like I said have a three-month hiatus like I need to do and not create anything or at least not create a podcast I, uh, just about always I'm creating something but um it's got to be a real low point for me if I'm not creating anything but I have to allow myself to flow and I plan on doing it for like 13 episodes every every week not that 13 episodes every week but 13 episodes one every week up until 13 episodes is what I'm trying to say and then like a hiatus for however long you know I feel like you know I need to do that and then just if I get the intuitive urge to skip a week or even I might even upload more than one episode one week because I feel the need to say something because like this week I had a completely different plan like episode planned out and then I decided like you know intuitively I was like no you know I need to talk about this and so I talked about this but um I'm choosing to follow myself now through this journey so I'm going to listen to my inner guidance before I listen to anyone else's 
So if my inner guidance is like, you know, take a chill this week, you don't, you need to, you know, go within yourself and be deep within yourself and, you know, seclude yourself, then I'm going to do that. And that's just going to be that. But thanks for listening. And again, please do let me know, like DM me or message me if you have my number and or and or email me with with regards to the sound or any questions or anything you'd like to hear you know just chat about I mean I'm not gonna lie this week I'm not gonna really be chatting with anyone this week is like I said it's I have very low energy this week and right now I really don't feel like talking to anyone I really just need to be alone in silence like this is exerting a lot of energy for me to have to do this episode but I know that like I said I knew that I needed to to do this one because I actually started to not do anything this week but and I, I felt I really felt the need to 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 make this episode this week so that's what I'm doing but I'm going to be on pretty much silent mode. I have gone an entire week without saying one word to one person before. Because, you know, I just need to be in silence. I need to observe. I need to just listen and be present sometimes. And I know that's weird for some people. People can be in silence. Because, you know, I have been told you don't talk much. And it's like, there's nothing to say. Can't I just be here? Why? Why do I always have to speak? I mean, for the most part, I like silence. I like to, I like for things to be quiet, very quiet. <laughs> and that might drive some people insane, but really it's okay with me. But thanks for listening, and I hope that you guys have a great week. And if any of you are also going through it, uh, you got it, you know, just keep your head up. But may we meet again, and through may we be.